Welcome to the next podcast by SLC Biz. Each episode, we will discuss topics that are relevant, knowledgeable, and encouraging to the students at SLC School of Business. I am your podcast host, Lindsay, and I want to give a special welcome to all the new listeners. Welcome to this episode of the next podcast. Today, I am joined by Chris Yeomans, and he's going to discuss this wonderful opportunity that he did with some of his students during the summer. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for inviting me. So I guess to start, some people may, the listeners may not know you. Uh, can you tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. So as said, I'm Chris Yeomans, and I've been teaching at the college for almost 20 years now. And uh, I know that seems like a long time. I started uh, teaching in the evenings, uh, and then I started then coming to the daytime and, and teaching. Uh, so I'm a part-time teacher at the college, and most of my my uh, working career has been in healthcare, in uh, community support, so helping seniors live at home instead of going into long-term care institutions. So that's what I did for most of my career. And now I'm, I'm teaching and teaching international students a lot, of, uh, a lot of the time, and they are healthcare professionals. So it's sort of a nice link that we have there. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I know we just kind of mentioned that you decided to, um, I guess you can describe it. What did you end up doing with the, these students during the summer? Well, it, it sort of happened sort of organically. Uh, I was just saying to the students, uh, you know, what are you doing? on your break between uh, some, the summer semester and the fall semester. And uh, my, my students said, we're not doing anything. We don't, we don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. And then just one of them said, well, you could take us somewhere. <laughs> and I thought, um, well, yeah, I could probably do that. Um, so I, I just got to thinking these are international students who, you know, I think are really, really brave. They've left their country. They've left everything they know to come here for this adventure. And I don't know if I'd be brave enough to do that. And I I just think, uh, you know, they got here and during COVID, you know, a lot of online classes and and, and they did meet together sometimes, but to come in all that way and then uh, just sort of be stuck in in Kingston, which is a lovely place, but uh, <laughs> I think it, it would be great for them to see more. So I said, well, where would you want to go? And and we we talked about uh, possibly a museum or two in, in, in Toronto. And then, of course, somebody said, we've heard about Canada's Wonderland. And so that's where we settled on uh, was Canada's Wonderland. That's awesome. It's a good place to, I mean, I've only been there once and I've lived here all my life. So, <laughs> but it's a great place definitely to uh, take people who may not know you know, Ontario and know what it has to offer. It's fun. So (laughs) exactly. How many students uh, did you end up having to to have go with you? (laughs) Uh, So we, uh, I just sent a sort of a, a a sign-up sheet around and said, if you think you would like to go, uh, just put your name down and we'll see how many people want to go. And I, I said, if you have a husband or a wife or or a significant other or children that might want to come, just put a plus beside your name. And so when we did that, it came back. And with me, it was 56 people had signed up, which is the exact number of a McCoy's coach. So it was sort of, uh, it was just weird how it all came together like that. It was the exact number we needed. Uh, so in all being said, there was uh, a when we actually did go, there was 50 of us. 
Okay. So uh, 50 of us, and that included students. Uh, we had uh, one uh, one student bring her her four children, which was great. So we had some young people go too, and uh, we had some husbands and wives, and and we actually expanded it to to include some other sections of the international program, uh, friends and such. So yeah, sounds like a great turnout. And did you have to do much planning to go? So there was a little bit of planning due to, you know, transportation obviously was an issue. Uh, so I, uh, I worked with the, the good folks at McCoy Tours uh, that were excellent to deal with. And I, did, I certainly, one thing I was uh, certain of, I didn't want to take a school bus all the way to Toronto. <laughs> uh, so I said, we're going to do a coach and we're going to have a bathroom on board. That was, those were my two sort of uh, must-haves. And uh, it was extremely reasonable to do it that way uh, financially. Uh, and then, of course, dealing with Candace Wonderland was pretty pretty easy too. But I, I was looking for, you know, to do it as economical as we could. Uh, yeah. So we got some group rates and such. So there was a little bit of planning. And then, of course, um, dealing with the the financial part of it. Getting there was a fee for the folks to go. Yeah, it was uh, ninety dollars for for the round trip, and that included the transportation and and the admittance. So I thought that was fairly decent. I think that's pretty <laughs> reasonable. Yeah. So to manage, uh, you know, just to manage that financial aspect, there was a little bit of work, but it was all worth it. Yes, for sure. And so how did the day turn out? Well, it went extremely well. The uh, Everybody was there on time and the bus left actually a little bit early. Um, and we all sort of enjoyed each other's company on, on the coach. It was very comfortable and our driver was very accommodating. And uh, we stopped once going up and, and we had some breakfast. And then when we got there about 11 o'clock, the lineups uh, are not something I, I, I don't think any of us anticipated. I have a couple of pictures um, of lineups where there are hundreds and hundreds of people ahead of us just to get into the park. Uh, so that was a, a little bit of a shocker, but it did move quite quickly. And then again, the lineups, the queues were about two hours to get on one ride. So we waited. I only went on one ride while I was there and I, we waited two hours in lineup. So we were at the park for six hours. So most students only got on three rides, which was sort of disappointing. But I think the overall experience was was so positive that uh, people were just happy to to get out and enjoy that the experience. Yeah, yeah. I can just imagine what the lines were like with uh, COVID and things opening up. And <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't expect that. <laughs> <laughs> but would you uh, do it again if you could? Sure. Yeah, I, I, I would. And I think it was such a positive experience. You know, one thing I would do a little bit differently probably next time is, although it's a little bit more money, there's a, a, a ticket called Fast Track where you can actually jump the queues. And, and I think uh, for the money, it probably is worth it and, and people could get on more rides. So we probably do that. But um, I'd also be game to go to other places, um, you know, uh, explore a little bit. So that would always be fun as well. Yeah. I need, I know I want to plan a trip there. My kids are at the age now where they're like Wonderland, Wonderland. Like maybe sometime we have to wait till everybody goes after COVID and it's died down again. So I guess those are all the questions I have about that. Now I have a question that I ask everybody who's on my podcast. And so my listeners all know probably what I'm going to ask you, but what is your favorite movie? <laughs> My favorite movie. Oh my goodness. Uh, that's hard to, um, well, I guess probably my favorite movie would be, I'm a big fan of the Count of Monte Cristo. So that's one of, one of my favorite movies. Um, it's a classic and, and it's a, uh, it's a great story. Yes, it is. 
I, I like to catch people off guard with that question so they don't have time to think about it. <laughs> um, um, I guess to finish off, because you are a professor at the school, do you want to have any advice for any of your students or any of the students listening um, that you would like to give? Um, well, I guess anybody who has had me uh, lead one of their classes, I um, college is, is a, an important time of life and it's, it can be stressful. In my classes, I try to be as relaxed as possible, and and uh, nothing's ever as bad as it seems. And and uh, in in the real work world, I think that uh, yes, there is competition and that type of thing. But there's also a lot of great people out there to work with, and and so being collaborative and and being a little bit easygoing. Uh, there's people like that out there in the work world, and so I, I believe that uh, in my classes that. I hope that everybody feels comfortable with that and, and uh, that maybe it's a little bit of a relaxing time. We get a lot of work done, but we also have a lot of fun doing it. So that's awesome. a sense of humor can be important. Yes. I always like a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and, you know, talking about the trip. It did sound like you had a lot of fun and I'm glad to hear that, you know, the international students also got to, you know, experience some of Ontario had fun while they did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, the, all the feedback was really good, and, and I understand uh, people are still talking about it now, and and, and I think that uh, break that they got was really well-deserved, and, and I think it was well it w- really needed as well. So hopefully they went back refreshed. I hope so. I'm sure they did. <laughs> I would also like to give a huge thank you to all the listeners. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share with your friends and colleagues.